Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you about a new sponsor of the podcast and the network. That's Magic City Casino. We're all very excited for the high at Magic City this summer. That's J-A-I. The high is putting a brand new spin on a classic Miami experience featuring unbeatable drink specials, a live DJ, indoor lawn game area, live highlight, and so much more. The high is going to be Miami's newest hotspot on Friday and Saturday nights. Mark your calendars to live the high life that's starting on July 19th. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to the Five on the Floor podcast. This is your host, Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. I know usually you get Ethan at the beginning of these podcasts, but Ethan is currently on a plane back from Las Vegas, so his body and mind won't be right for at least 48 hours. So, or forever. <laughs> or forever, depending on what he got into last <laughs> night. Um, so, uh, in his stead, we bring in host of the Light Skinned Opinions on the Five Reasons Sports Network, my co-host on LSO, Mr. Christopher Maddox. What's going on, Chris? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Uh, we are here because there's there's been news. If you're following Miami Heat news, like I know you are if you're listening to this podcast. Major news. Major news. Um, we were on high alert. Uh, Russell Westbrook watch. Um, that. <laughs> so, I have been. That didn't materialize. Well, listen, I have been all over this thing, man. Like, I, I, have, I have the alerts. You see my Twitter timeline. Oh, I've been tracking it on Twitter. You got the whole thing, Chronicles. I, I, I got Woj on alert. I got Sham on alert. I got these local insiders uh, who mm-hmm. think they know something. Barry Jackson. I got everybody on alert. Well, were you as surprised with all that inside info no, as you, I was? Because well, I was hella surprised. Well, listen to what happened to me. Yesterday around 8.30, my phone died. And I was in a situation where I didn't really care if I had a phone or not, if you know oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I got I didn't get my phone charged about five o'clock in the morning. So don't ask any questions. <laughs> that's a story right there. What happens that's in Vegas? LSO. That's for LSO. We'll save that one for uh, for the next light skin opinions. But um five o'clock in the morning, my you know, I turn on my phone, boom, the alerts start. Russell Westbrook has been traded to the Houston Rockets. I'm like, for what? I was completely shocked. Right? I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait. There's no way they just swapped bad contracts. And that's exactly what they did. Lo and behold, that's exactly what you they did. You almost couldn't trade Russell Westbrook for anybody else except maybe Chris Paul. And I think they just had to throw in all those draft picks just to make it. Because OKC at this point is almost holding people hostage with the possibilities of PG and then now Russ. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want these guys, you're going to have to give us your entire future. And yeah. Houston was willing to do it. And you what you 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 can't blame OKC. Mm-mm. I think they did right by Russ. Russ, yeah, go, Russ he's at a competitor. He's at a contender. He went to a contender. He's at a place he wanted to be with a with a guy that he 
actually enjoys enjoyed and will will enjoy playing with. Will they enjoy playing together? Though? Listen, They're two different players than they were when they were that's young true. guys in the league. Listen, that, I was listening to the Levitar show. Mike Ryan had a point. Russ used to eat first. All always. Russ don't get the big piece of no, chicken at the table anymore. No, 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 no. That's a very good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, James had to come off the bench and get whatever was left. Yeah. And Russ is used to eating first. Russ has been eating first for 11 years. Even when KD was there, Russ still felt. Russ was like that uh, <laughs> that scene from Fresh Prince when Carlton rips the ball <laughs> yeah. away from, <laughs> from Will Smith. That was Russ for That's 11 years. That's a meme years. going around right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so now Russ has to learn. uh if Russ is smart, which I'm thinking Russ knows. I think sometimes we put way too much credit on players learning these imaginary lessons. Like, maybe now Russell realizes that he has to share the ball. He yeah. has to give it up. I don't think so. He's been eating first. He's been who he is. Why now, all of a sudden, would he change? And Russ didn't get this far thinking I'm second fiddle. No. And we were actually just talking about what Chauncey Billups said about uh, Carmelo Anthony. That these guys, sometimes they don't know when it's over or when it's time to take a step back. No. You know, he Carmelo was still chasing 30-point dreams well past the time when he should have been doing it. And that's exactly what Chauncey Billups said. He said Melo was more worried about a 30-point game than he was about winning, which is a harsh thing. But that's what I've heard since all of this has been happening. This is what I heard about what was a problem with KD and what was a problem with Paul George and other players on the Oklahoma City team was that Russ is known – to be a guy who's about his stats first. Let me get these rebounds. Small details down to the positioning on free throw shooting. Yeah. Just so I can be in the best spot to get this rebound. Somebody was saying Steven Adams is going to be so happy he doesn't have to box out for, Russ, <laughs> for Russ's rebounds <laughs> anymore. Just for Russ yeah. to get rebounds. But that, that's what was going on. And and that's one of the things. And so now let's go back to how, what it means for the Heat. Yeah. Um, I was against this trade from the beginning. Me too. All right, we, we did agree on that. We actually, uh, the next Light Skin Opinions episode that comes out, we talked about it a little bit. Me and you were both against this trade. This trade was like in college when you get your net check money. You know, you get your extra money from your financial aid. Yeah. I went to FAMU, so we would go up to Atlanta every year to the Classic. You got this money in your pocket. You in a scene, things are happening, things are moving, <laughs> and you want to be a part of it. And you walk into a store and you see a fantastic Gucci belt. That belt might cost you $350. You know yeah. that if you buy it, yep. it's going to put you in a bind. You're going to be hurt three months from now. Yep. But you're going to look fly that weekend. <laughs> you And the problem is you might not pull none. You, you, might, might, not win the, <laughs> you might not win the championship. You might not. But you look good that weekend. So and you felt confident in yourself. And that's why I was hoping. I was like, please don't fall for the Gucci belt in this case, <laughs> which would be Russell Westbrook. Yes. Sign him. Be hurt financially. The shiny thing. The shiny thing. Just because it looks good in an era where things are moving around, here's a piece. And then now you're stuck with it and you can't. And it doesn't guarantee anything. I, on Twitter, I said... That uh, it's like you're about to pay off all your credit cards and you're going to buy a used boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you, you been, you've been working. The Heat have been working for years to pay off these credit cards. <laughs> they, they about to say they, they got two to three more payments. And they decided, oh, let me go get this used boat. That's got, <laughs> got barnacles on the bottom. <laughs> go ahead and go get the minnow. You know, you don't even know how to drive the boat. You can't afford a cabin. You don't buy it. The boat looked dusty. You don't have no sea legs. None of that. 
got to house it. Don't know where to house it. How to fuel it. You don't even have a... You, you drive a Civic, can't even tow it nowhere. So that's what I was... I'm glad that... Because I think it's in Pat Riley's impulse. The type of guy he is. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to keep that analogy and go down to the, the, the image of Pat Riley. He's mm-hmm. a top-notch guy. I got the best clothes on. I'm riding the best car. I'm eating at the best places. So if you put out one of the best players in front of him, his natural instinct, I think, is to let me get him. Bring him over here on my side. And I'm glad that for whatever reason. Some people are saying Riley got hoodwinked and maybe got the no. rug pulled out of him. Maybe no, no, they no. were just using him to to get other interests from other what teams. I, 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 okay, they did. They, they probably leveraged the Heat. But what I'm what I'm glad the Heat did is that they stood firm. Because in the, you know, I think people a lot of times they don't give Riley the credit. Right? Mm. They think Riley. You know, it's like Heat Twitter, Heat fans, they just get, they think Riley's going to get in this room, get so enticed by the star player that he's just going to start throwing, th- he, you can have Eric yeah, Spolstra. He can't control himself. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that contract, listen, I know they would have loved to have him. All the reportings, all the reporting is, is that Eric Spolstra loves Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He loves him as a player. He would love to coach him. Riley feels like no matter what, and, and I was going to get into this with the, on the basketball side of things, mm-hmm. they believe, this is the Heat have an arrogance about them and it's, it's it's not don't even call it arrogance a confidence they feel like they can fix anybody oh absolutely yeah so and Russ is not someone who necessarily needs fixing he needs to be coached he needs cajoling yeah okay he yeah. needs to be massaged Tweaking. and finessed into following the plan and and he and they th- you know they have the utmost confidence in Eric Spolstra that he's a guy and a guy that can get that out of Russ Right. Well, Spolstra, and just, you know, part of this whole thing, you, I'm glad you don't ever hear his name come up as impediments to why guys want to come here. Oh, no. Everyone and wants think, to play for Spolstra. And I think they know it because that crucible of the Big Three era, he came out of that crucible shining. Yeah, He came out strong, you know. And so he's always a, one of the factors that allows guys like Russ to come here, which I believe was an issue in OKC. Russ has never had a real coach coach. And, he never, and, now, and now with D'Antoni, he still doesn't. Yeah, I don't. That, what, how, I don't like that. Pat. What is Dan Tony going <laughs> to tell Russell Westbrook or parent, James Harden? What can he tell either of them? To me, that's not a good parent. He's going to be coaching thirteen other guys and having them do their that's, thing. To me, that that is a coach. Dan Tony is always he's him and him and his players have bristled. You know, it's, they've never you know Carmelo, For a guy who's supposedly such a good players coach. Yeah, and he gives you freedom. He does end up with a lot of shaky relationships yeah. with players. Exactly. So now you're talking about uh, the Heat. So where did the deal fall apart? All right, all the reporting and things that I know from people that I talk to. I always tell people I don't know shit personally, mm-hmm. but I know people who know shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I've heard, it's Pat stood firm. I think Winslow was on the table, um, but I think that you know you're gonna have if you're gonna get Winslow, you're not gonna get Kelly. Or if you're you know there were there were certain caveats to getting Winslow. We can't give you everything. But once he puts it put his foot down, was you want Winslow and Bam? No. no. You want Winslow and Hero? No. So there was and Hero plays is playing himself into a movable asset. <laughs> it's funny somebody if, if nobody thought he was an asset before this summer league, yeah. he has played himself onto the poker table. He might be the best player in summer league. I mean, legit. at least rookies. There's some second year guys showing out and they're supposed to. Yeah. I've always said when 
If you're a second year, you should be dominating. A quick aside on Summer League. Like, a Duncan Robinson has showed me that he's ready to get some NBA minutes. Because you should not be a second-year player out here struggling in Summer League. All right? You shouldn't look like, what's what's that boy's name from uh, Kevin Knox? Yeah. You shouldn't be looking trash, Kevin Knox. Like Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer, he's yeah, thirty five. He's older, but he averaged thirty five in China. Comes over here in summer league, can't get nine. Can't get a shot off. That's a problem. Okay, so, um, so yeah, so that's where the deal fell apart, and I'm and I'm happy to see that. Listen, Westbrook made sense if it was a poo poo platter of uh, of contracts, Mm -hmm. and you just said, okay, here you get this, this, and this. You get, uh, you know, um, Goron, JJ. I didn't like the whole Please, Adam Carroll. Somebody take Goron. Dion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anybody, if you're listening to this, you got a couple million dollars laying around. You got an AU team. Somebody come <laughs> get Goron Dragic, please. Come on, pick him Listen, up. Listen, Goron is going to be traded by the trade deadline. We will pay for his flight to you. We'll hand deliver Goron <laughs> to somebody. Chris Maddox did not speak on half of Five <laughs> on the Floor podcast. I can't stand Goran Dragic. I just really Re- can't. Me, and, me and Ethan are actually both big fans of Goron, especially as a person. And if you a- like Goron, then I see why some people would be hyped for Russ because Goron plays a not-as-athletic game as Russ, but he plays a put-my-head-down-and-go game. What, what's the key for – and a quick aside, a quick, for, a quick uh, a key for Goron this year is if – I would like to see him embrace that Dwayne Wade role of last year, the leader, the guy off the bench that can score buckets. Because Goron can still get you buckets, but I, I would like to see Goron more at eighteen. He has to, to take a backseat, and he needs to be eighteen to twenty-two minutes a game mm-hmm. so he can be healthy for a playoff run. Because he's the kind of guy. Now I would not mind Goron coming off the bench. That's what I would. I would not mind that. Okay, mind. so uh, so that's where the deal fell apart. So now the next steps. All right, what's next for the Heat? Um. Now that CP3, Chris Paul, is in Oklahoma City, I don't know if this was just the natural progression of things or if this is real insight into what the Heat's thinking, that now people are talking about Chris Paul to the Heat. Mm-hmm. On its surface, how do you feel about that? I love Chris Paul. Okay. I love him. I think him and Jimmy Butler have a similar mindset and approach to the game. Mm-hmm. Um. I do think that Chris Paul is a player who has learned how to take a step back a little bit. I feel like in Houston he took a step back and it felt like he got taken advantage of. Yeah. By the overuse of James Harden. Um, so on his face, I wouldn't be mad at it. I think Chris Paul has a lot to offer a team still. The problem, though, is the same problem with Russ, is the contract. Yeah. Like, you know, as as legit Heat fans... We have soldiered through at least two or three troughs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Valleys. From, valleys you, yeah. from high areas. And, and we've soldiered with the heat through those dry areas, through various contracts, through the hope of Dion Waiters, all the way back before, remember, to the hope of like Darrell Wright. You know, yeah. The excitement of maybe we got, maybe this is a young guy. We can, Some athleticism that we hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, you know, and so, but I think we have, so what I'm hoping for, best case scenario, is if we could add Chris Paul, the only way I want to take that contract on is if we also get to keep those young players who you have to. On, we have to. So here's my thing Chris Paul, not I'm not a fan of his, his. First of all, his game is fine, right? Yeah, his game is fine. It's not commensurate with his contract it, it at all. It doesn't add up to his contract, but and you cannot in the NBA Players Association does not want to set a precedent 
of having guys renegotiate contracts. Because by can't. all rights, you should be able to, kind of how the NFL does. Yeah, but like, you hey, can't. No, the, hey, the you guarantee you want to renegotiate contract. this joint. No, it's, it's guaranteed. Contract. Them, so there's bro. no. So these. The, the, that's the problem with Russell, John Wall, who we'll get to a little bit later, uh, Chris Paul, and like Andrew Wiggins. These supermax deals for these guys yeah. who just aren't worth the supermax. I don't even think Wiggins is a supermax. Wiggins is just a bad deal because he's not a very good player. And in today's NBA, where efficiency matters, um, Wiggins is not your guy. But he's that's not a, your guy. That's a whole other. Uh, that's a whole other story. So on its surface, I don't like the Chris Paul deal. But what if I told you? And this is some of the things uh, I've been hearing and reading on Twitter. Um, like I, I'm a credit Tom Green. Uh, he's a, he's a writer. He wrote to me. He said, um, "What if the Chris Paul trade?" Because Oklahoma City has amassed a bunch of uh, first-round picks now. Oh, my gosh. They got like 15 or something. They got a ridiculous amount. Yeah. So now, why wouldn't Oklahoma City take two or three of those first-round picks, package them with Chris Paul to clear those books, send them on over to the Heat, the Heat send back Goron, um, JJ, Dion, right? And so I you don't like lose you any of them? Take those three. Because that's a, 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 a core of a boo-boo three. <laughs> That could, that could keep you and your oh, team they, afloat they, yeah, for a while. You know, you could, you're not going to be dreadful gonna be. with no, those no, guys. No. And Oklahoma City, the fans. You avoid, and that, you avoid the Phoenix Suns yes. of just being complete trash. And the fans and the front office really do like Dion Waiters in Oklahoma City. Yeah, which is a whole, got history there. Yeah. So now, okay. And it, listen, I don't know how... The, the money here, there's probably other things, other machinations. But if you could bring over Chris Paul... Not lose any of the kids and bring in a couple first round picks. Do you do it because you're thinking I can take those picks now? I could take you know, let's say, let's just say Kelly Olynyk. Uh, you put the contracts together that mm-hmm. are going to make sense. You're going to have to throw in maybe two of Winslow, Bam, and Hero, and you flip that for Beal. And now you're mm-hmm. talking about Chris Paul, Bradley Beal. Jimmy Butler, and most likely you're not losing Bam, but you're probably losing Winslow and Hero. Is that something you do? That is something I would do. It's it's one of the, it's hard, right? <laughs> it's someone, hard. Be- someone asked me today, and it, it 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 was tough, but I was like, you know what? You got you do it if you're making a run at Philly and you're making a run at the Eastern Conference Finals. Because the window is now. For the Jimmy window Butler. is definitely now. It's for all for everybody. Yeah. Chris Paul will never be I think hungrier than he is right now. That's true cuz he's it's his situation. Yeah. It, it really Chris Paul I feel like is the guy who when you're in 95 Changes lanes and always gets in the wrong lane. Yeah, and it has to end up getting back. Yeah, you're, he's like, you, you, oh man, that that lane next to me is moving a little yeah. bit faster. <laughs> yeah, he's you up move, over there, and that true green truck is like way down the road now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, damn, I was right behind the true green because truck. he went from a situation in Houston that looked they they were going to take me to the doorstep of a well, championship. Look, first, go to the Clippers. Well, the Clippers. Doesn't first. he wish he was on the Clippers right now? That's what I mean. <laughs> and then now he's like, shit. If I would have stayed at the Clippers for three years or so, yeah. I would have still been there. Elder statesman, ready to take on these new, you know. So then he goes. To so the, I feel bad for him. So if you Houston. could get Chris Paul over to United to over to, <laughs> no, if you could get Chris Paul to Miami with Jimmy Butler and a Bradley Beal, that's a big three that I think is stronger than Tobias Harris, Simmons, and. 
Embiid and, and Josh Richardson being the weak link and Josh Richardson. Yeah, with Simmons being the weakest link because they don't they fit right very now, well. They don't fit right. Bradley right Bill, Chris Paul. Okay, so remember we're talking about like a seventy-five percent of Chris Paul and Jimmy. Bo- this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Butler fit. And now you're, you're, you're giving yourself a two-year window. To try to be as good as humanly possible. As good as humanly possible. Because that, two years, you still have Bam uh, developing. Yeah. You still have maybe one or two pieces. Maybe you have a guy like Nunn. You got Nunn. From the team. Who's maybe an athletic guy. Akpala just turns out to be a player. Maybe, you know. You, you know, can hold on to some of these pieces that you continue to build. There's going to be a whole bunch of G League guys and vet minimums on that team. Absolutely. But you're going to get. But I would do that. And then I would do it. Just like that, and this almost sounds bad, but I would almost follow the model of the Miami Marlins. We would do that. We make a two-year run. In those two years, it doesn't happen. I'm trying to get y'all boys up out of here. I'm well, that's not. But it's a problem. 2021 comes around. Jimmy's deal gets even bigger, and then now you're at 44 million with Chris Paul, and you're trying to re-sign Bradley Beal to a, a, a max contract, which I don't know. I don't think you have the room. But that's of, what I love about the NBA because what you would need then in that case for that to work out for but all But Chris Paul would be an expiring deal that year. So that's fantastic. Yeah. But like even with a guy like Jimmy now, just like what you saw with Kawhi Leonard, you're going to have to play yourself into that next level of like, Oh shit! Yeah, we'll take him even if he is thirty-two, yeah. thirty-three, thirty-four. He's got one more year. Good in. So if we could get two solid years where we're competitive, Eastern Conference Finals, Finals, I think you have an easier chance. Obviously, of I think that's a dispersing finals. them dudes. I think, I think that's think a, it's finals a finals team. And I don't think Boston is going to be ready to compete. Not with like, that type of talent across the board like that. You think you think Dallas regrets uh, bringing in Jason Kidd? You know what I mean? Dallas, what you mean? When uh, they won, they won the championship with Jason. Oh King. hell yeah! They yeah, don't yeah. regret that. No, no, so no, 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 no. I, I don't. You know, listen. It's not the move for the future, but you didn't bring in Jimmy Butler for 2022, right? You didn't. So, but at least, at least when you compare Westbrook and Chris Paul, Chris Paul is one year less. 
So that when in 2021, where when everybody's free agents mm-hmm. again, you got an expiring contract and you have some cap space to play with. Yeah. So, okay. So we're, we're kind of in agreement. We, it's almost begrudgingly. <laughs> we'll do the Chris Paul trade. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. Because, and like, if you could do it where you only give up two first rounds. Let me ask you this question. I'm sorry to cut you off. <clears throat> do we still have the option? I know they negotiated in the CBA a while back the amnesty rule. No, well, amnesty. amnesty a dude? Did Am- we amnesty Chris Bosh? Is that done? <laughs> no, we didn't amnesty Chris Bosh. We amnesty Mike Miller. So is it like what you get one for the lifetime? No, there's no more amnesty. What, they got negotiated out or something? Yeah, Chris, you trying to renegotiate <laughs> the CBA like, oh, <laughs> on the podcast. Because I'm no. like, that changes everything. No, the amnesty it. rule is gone. Yeah, if you could just take a whiteout to it, boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, you're you take, not here. Take your $47 million, but get off my cat, please. Kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't do that anymore. Uh, but, um... <laughs> So the next deal, mm. as you try to rewrite the CBA, <laughs> is, okay, so let's say no Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, the next scenario, what about, you still want Bradley Bill? I think Bradley Bill is a target. I think so. Uh, I would be very happy to see Bradley Bill in the heat uniform. To me, Bill is the kind of guy you got to go for right now. Absolutely. Um, I think on the Levitar show, he reported that when he talked, Dan talked to Pat, Pat said no more guys over 30 with big deals. He, he that said that, sense. but listen, sometimes it's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but Bill is the kind of guy I want the Heat going for. But is is Bill currently under contract? Forgive me. Two opinion. more years. He's got two more years. What's his number for two years? I think it's like in the mid twenties. He's a it's it's a it's a. Va- I wouldn't pay Bradley Bill max money. So if I could get him for those last two years yeah. under this contract. No, yes, I would. Because but did his, you see what Bradley Bill was without John Wall last year? I did, but they're talking about Bradley Bill on the side. Of Jimmy Butler. Well, we're talking about Bradley Bill. Well, now we're talking about coming it. off pin downs from Bam Adebayo. We're talking about that guy, not the let me tote the team by myself, Brad. You know? I see. I think he could be the uh, a more versatile Clay Thompson type if he gets the defense up. But let, well, mm-hmm. let's. We're, now we're talking about right now in yeah, the next right, two right. years. We're not talking about what we're going to pay Bradley Bill in two years from now. What do you think of a John Wall deal, right? You bring in John Wall, Bradley Bill. The two of them. The two of them. Mm-hmm. Now, you get to play the same kind of hardball you played with OKC. Oh, you want me to take that terrible contract? You're not getting Justice. Mm-hmm. You're not getting Bam. You're not getting Hero. You are going to get cap relief, and you're going to be able to rebuild your team, and you're not going to have to wait till 2024 when Wall comes off your books. Mm-hmm. So now, the Heat would be bringing in Wall, bringing in Bill, keeping Justice Winslow, keeping Bam Adebayo, keeping Hero, and you got, and now you have Butler on your team as well. So, probably Wall. I don't even know when he comes back. I don't want John Wall like that. I'm sorry. So you're done. I'm you done. won't. You won't even take that deal. I'm done. You, you guys. Because you're going to be paying. John, tell John Wall I'm sorry. They can <laughs> you're get gonna, back in the car. I'm not getting off the elevator. Because you're going to be paying John Wall 47 million I'm, I'm in 2023. I'm good on it. And John Wall is not worth it. I don't think he will be worth it. You're going to Jimmy Butler and John Wall will be at about. $83 million, I believe, in 2023. And they'll both be way on the wrong side of 30. Way on the wrong side. And John Wall is not a, is not a Miami Heat culture guy. He's not. I see, and when I, I do- say that, he's a hard worker. He plays hard and all those, like the superficial Miami Heat part of it. But the, the what a Miami Heat lifer culture type thing is now, that underlying theme is sacrifice and yep. being willing to sacrifice. Even... 
the 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 thrown together mash squad that we've had the last couple of years with JJ and Dion and everybody they all still found a way to come together and except for Hassan except for Hassan <laughs> which made it obvious yeah you probably don't even notice that on another team like, if you don't see how much of a unit everyone else when was you, when you see how everybody else is sacrificing their game and you got this big guy exactly. moping in the corner and from John Wall what I what I I don't get that from him and I don't think him and Bradley Beal need to play together anymore and then so if I had to choose thing, between they don't even like playing exactly together. so if I had to choose between one of the two give me Beal Beal is more of a, a utility guy who I could I could put in a spot that I think you know he would perform well in okay for scenario mm-hmm. um. These are the tertiary guys, right? They're floating around the league. People making little suggestions here and there. Tell me, give me a yes or no. Kevin Love. No. No. All right. Kevin Love has a lot of money still headed his way. Yeah, and, and he's terrible. I don't think he's terrible. <laughs> what he's is he going to do for the Miami He's injury prone. He actually, if he was healthy, is a really good fit next to Bam Adebayo. That- actually, if he's healthy, he's a way overpriced uh, you you make, you renovated your house too good for your neighborhood Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> a souped up saying? Kelly Olynyk, but yeah. the contract ain't right. But he's a souped up Kelly Olynyk in a regular ass neighborhood. So everybody walking by like, why they did that? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I, when, like when you put a spoiler on the trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have a two. You have a 2002 Tercel. <laughs> why, why did you put rims on this? Spo- Nobody cares that you got fog lights. Why are your brakes neon your tra- green? Your transmission is bad. <laughs> What are you doing? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So You out there getting Love's... 15 miles to a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> Let Kevin Love and his... You're going to put a special muffler on the at. back of your your, <laughs> your Ford Fusion. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> your four cylinders mad as hell at you. What do you think we're doing out here? So, you know, you're no on Kevin Love. Okay. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge. I was, oh, I... Yeah, I'm looking at you. You're like, ooh, that because Lamarcus, Lamarcus next to Bam. Lamar- Only problem with that is, my favorite heat is small ball heat. My favorite That's, heat ball is small ball heat ball. I don't like the two big guys. But see, I don't see. I don't. That's the only problem. Bam is so versatile. That's what like the. Heat's, I want Bam at our five. But the Heat's best lineup last year had mm-hmm. Bam and Kelly in it. Well, yeah, because Kelly's kind of a perimeter player. But so is LaMarcus. That's why I think if you can get LaMarcus to back up, do a little bit of Chris Bosh, right? Start shooting that three a little bit more. Which he'll have no problem doing, which is my problem. (laughs) Yes! If you said, LaMarcus, all I need you to do is hang out around you, he'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem, coach. Hey, check's still the same, right? (laughs) Like, he he has no, you know, he's not a... He ain't a heart guy to me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just because I'm not a big LaMarcus Aldridge fan. But, but Pat loves LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, he's tried to get him a couple times. Pat, he's o- talented. Pat yeah. almost, he got a deal. He had a sit down with LaMarcus. Do you ever hear this story? Go ahead. He had a sit down. When LaMarcus signed that big deal in San Antonio, he sat down with Pat that summer. And Pat almost convinced him to take the mid-level exception. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he said, because he said he sat down with Pat and he said, man, like, I just talking to him. I was about to, t- to sit here and take the mid level, yeah, and then yeah. but then Pat also gave him great advice to go sign with San Antonio, mm-hmm. go play for Pop. But that he loves Pat Riley. So how do you feel about Lamarcus? And th- these are I'm all, gonna say no. These are all depending on not really giving up too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think Lamarcus. I don't think you're gonna get him for for. Dirt. I got him on the side. On, the, on he's on the side. If nothing else happens, then we can. I think you have to give up Winslow. 
or somebody like that for LaMarcus. I'd have to look at his contract. All right, so we've talked about Kevin Love. We've talked about LaMarcus Aldridge. Who else I, you got? There's not – that's it. Is that it? So now the last option is run, this, run the squad out run there. Run the squad out there. But I was looking for, though, I would have liked a guy like a Kelly Oubre, some type of athletic wing player guy. Um, Kelly Oubre ain't getting up way too much money. Yeah. And I wouldn't pay him that. $15 million a year for Kelly Oubre? Yeah. But that type of player? Yeah. Young, athletic, running, jumping type I, guy? I wanted him to take a flyer on Stanley Johnson. But yeah, Stanley you, Johnson is Justice Winslow. They the same no, guy. He's no, he's not anywhere near Justice Winslow. That's the problem. Oh, that's it. You that's love what, Justice Winslow. No, no. But, that's, but I mean, they drafted the same year. I remember it was between like those two guys. We yeah. brought him in that year to work out. Stanley so can't I follow shoot. Stanley. He can't. Well, I mean, he's a hustle guy, you know. What I'm he saying? ain't Justice Winslow. He can't run an offense. Oh, true. Yeah, true. Okay. he's not. So, but the thing is, the problem is he don't have mm. any. So he really don't have roster spots. They really can't even sign UD right now. Um, they're they're gonna figure something out. Probably Yante Mayton. I don't know. I I've enjoyed watching Yante Mayton in summer league. He's a good guy. He, uh, if you guys haven't listened, he'll be one of the guys who floats around. He'll be on our summer league team a couple yeah. more years, probably. He's, is that, to me, he's a John L. Stokes. Yeah. Right? Where it's in, in, in summer league and in G League, he looks great because the game is slower. Yeah. And he could just kind of he can get in there, bully ball, do his thing. He's not bullying anybody in the NBA. There was some times like, even in the, summer league. The what's last Draymond game? Green going to do to that boy? Oh, he's going to put his up. elbow on his back and <laughs> eat him alive. He was turning the ball over making on crazy when he had to handle the ball in the post. Last summer game, summer league game I watched, his moves are a little shaky. He depends on just being able to be the big bully it up. and close. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be it's able to do that work. in the league. No. Um, so, okay. So, now we're talking run this squad out the way that it looks right now. And this is my preference. Out of all these deals, right, my preference is see what you have, right? We didn't know Paul George was about to be available. Mm-hmm. We didn't know Russell Westbrook was about to be available. Did not. These things happen in the NBA. You you can bring in you can run this team out as is. Mm-hmm. See what you have. What I want to see Winslow and Butler next to each other. I think that is going to be hell on a, on, on on perimeter. Players. A lot of people are talking about the Clippers defense. If the Heat uh, can can get it lined up right. Justice Butler and Bam on the floor at the same time? Yeah, that'll be tough. Come on. You just need two other solid people who can move their feet. DJJ. And understand the game. You know? And you bring a hero in for some shooting? Yeah. I, I feel like there can be something there. But listen, and this is what I said. As much as I love all these guys, if you get to the trade line and you're hovering about 500, nobody's safe. Oh, absolutely not. Everybody on the chopping work. block. It didn't work. It didn't work. And now the thing is, you get to that point, you have Goron and you have Myers Leonard. That's over $30 million in expiring deals. Mm-hmm. Now, you also have James Johnson, Deion Waiters, and Kelly Olynyk, who aren't expiring, but they're a year, they're basically half a year from expiring. Mm-hmm. And they're expiring the summer that everybody is a free agent. So, you're going to tell me that when the trade deadline comes around, and all these teams that are going for it because they think the league is wide open, and there's some teams that are on the precipice... Or there's teams that are just it's mm-hmm. not happening for them. There's going to be moves made to trade deadline. Yeah. So you and you have assets. If you if if it's not working out and you have to throw a Justice Winslow in or you have to throw a Hero in because it just you do it then because it hasn't been working. Hero I would hold on to, but Justice gets this year. 
Hero I would hold on to, but Justice I get I, I give this year to really show it. Justice has shown some improvement. This year he needs to declare himself it's solid the- role player, um, low level ascending player, maybe a star or something. But he's he's kind of got to show it. It's going to depend on the fit with Butler. I think that they can fit well together mm. because I don't think Butler wants to. They, Butler isn't James Harden. Mm. Like he doesn't need the usage. No, he doesn't. That these other guys, some and of these others, still get his twenty three. He's going to get his twenty three points a game. Mm. He's going to play defense. He does need the ball at times. Ended. He's going to be the closer without a doubt. But Justice. If his usage goes up, I think he can play well next to Butler. Also because Justice has turned into not just reliable, a very good catch-and-shoot player from Mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. And if he can be that guy off of Butler penetrations, even Dion, Goran, whoever's in the game at the time, um, if if he can continue to accentuate that part of the game, Justice is going to have a fit on this team, plus his defense. Yeah. You can't... And the dog in him. He's got dog in him. I think... We and Ethan would always say we love Josh Richardson. He might even be more talented than Justice Winslow, but he's not an alpha. Mm-hmm. You watch Justice play; Justice is an alpha, and I think him and Jimmy Butler are going to get along really well. So I want to see it play out. Yeah, and other people will shake loose. And I'm I'm still a hoper, a hoper. I still hope that I always do it every season, and this is with every sport and every team I follow that somebody will step up. I still hope that going into every season, maybe, and this is a fan's plea, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe uh, Deion Waiters, it clicks this year. And he's that guy who he is for 12 games a season. Maybe yeah. he's that guy finally for, for a whole 60 season. games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, James Johnson looks like he's in incredible shape. Can you stay that way, please? Yeah. Can, you, can you not have these... These random moments where you forget all of the great strides you've made and then just revert <laughs> throw, back to being and know. throw the ball into the third row. <laughs> Stop it! And, and and listen and what is it to ask for a little consistency? <laughs> we're about we're about <laughs> to wrap this up, but this needs to be the year where guys like when Dion comes off the bench, James mm-hmm. Johnson comes off the bench. Stop taking the ball out of Justice Winslow's hands. Yeah, let Justice run this team. Guys need to come in and we we, uh, we need run the system. Yes. Run the system. When you come in, Dion, you're, you're coming off down screens. You're, you're doing whatever the, your role is in the offense instead of giving you the ball and you got to run it. Or and that goes for anybody, not just Dion. Goron, too, which is my biggest complaint about Goron. Mm-hmm. Run the offense, Goron. Create something sometimes more than just, you know, for yourself. And I think, but anyway, those are mine. I think, and I think with Jimmy on the team, a clear go-to, a clear number one, even when you got to diminish Dwayne Wade the mm-hmm. last year and a half. He still was their go-to, but at the same time, other people were probably thinking, well, you know, my, my legs are a little bit younger. I might be able to do this, too. Nobody's thinking that with Jimmy. Jimmy is a clear number one, and then you have, and I think Justice can run that run that offense a la like a Pat Beverly type, mm-hmm. um, just be a dog on defense, score when he needs to. He rebounds very well for, uh, for his position, for his size. He guards one through four. You got Bam. Bam is the one that, a lot of this hinges on Bam. Yeah, a lot of it. If Bam can become your uh, Pascal Siakam, mm-hmm. and he has the tools to be that guy, maybe even better defensively than Pascal is, maybe not as good offensively, but where you can get that happy medium. If he can be that guy, it, it could be huge for this team. But let's see it first. Let's see it first. Let, before we keep... You- because that's 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 what I mean when I was saying about that fan's hope. I don't think anybody, unless you were a, Toronto's Raptor, a Toronto Raptors fan, went into that season 
thinking and hoping Pascal Siakam oh, yeah. would develop into if you, if you Pascal talk, Siakam. If you, you know talk to a Raptors fan last offseason, they're like, watch out for Pascal Siakam. You're like, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I get you it. You with Pascal Siakam. What's you know, so I'm hoping this year Bam Adebayo can, can be that guy um, that captures you know the attention of the rest of the basketball world, but we've known it all this time. It's a big year, so it's going to be good to watch the Heat this year. Um, it's going to be good to watch the league this year. Um, and we'll see what happens. All right, man. So that's it for us. Uh, hope you guys didn't miss Ethan too bad. Uh, we'll be back together uh, coming up this week. Uh, we'll drop an emergency podcast if anything happens. Check out Chris and I on Light Skinned Opinions on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Um, Chris is actually going to be doing a little bit more for the website this season, uh, covering some games, covering practices, uh, things of that nature. So look out for his writing. Uh, he'll probably be on the show a few more times. But if you want to hear us um, consistently and <laughs> um, unedited, unedited, not safe for work, <laughs> please do. You know, don't listen to us on Light Skin Opinions with your children in the car because that's gonna, you know, they're gonna get an education that they uh, that they weren't prepared for. All right, you guys. We'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.